It is Locked On Horn Frogs. TCU is 2-0. and They took care of business against Tarleton over the weekend, and Max Duggan looked impressive. Did he make a statement on Saturday night? We'll talk about that next on Locked On Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. Uh, Frogs win 59 to 17 on Saturday night. Um, nice win for TCU over Tarleton. Took care of business there. Quickly, I'll just say this. Um, we, uh, My wife and I, we had our, our fourth baby on uh, Saturday afternoon. So, sort of a strange weekend but anyway i know some of you have been following that so thank you for thinking about us praying for us um and we're really thrilled uh travis joel simcox or tj baby tj is what we're calling him so he's here everybody's doing well and i appreciate everyone who reached out on uh, social media or on youtube over the past few weeks giving us well wishes um that's definitely um great and we we appreciate you guys thinking of us so tcu football 2-0 now and um, they, they defeat the Texans on Saturday. Now, obviously, I mean, they, they sort of from the jump controlled the pace of that game. Um, defense gave up more points than you would like. But let's start by talking about the offense. And offensively, a really impressive day through the year. And I said on Friday, I said, I really want to see this team work out the passing game this weekend. Because I feel like they can run the football. Um, and I'll actually have some thoughts about that in a minute, too. But I feel like they can run the football effectively. We know Max Duggan can make things happen with his legs. I wanted to see him going through his progressions, making throws, making things happen through the air. And, man, I'll tell you what, he did that. I mean, there he's definitely had games with higher stakes. I mean, when I think of when I think of Max Duggan's most impressive performances of his career, you know, there, there, there are those two upsets against Texas, had that win against Oklahoma State, had a pretty good game against Oklahoma last year, even though, it was a blowout, and it seemed like TCU was just kind of scoring because OU was playing soft in coverage. But from an efficiency standpoint, from just the eye test, making throws, he was fantastic. I thought it was the best game he's ever played. Stat line was great. 23-29, 390 yards, five passing touchdowns, zero picks. And, yes, it is Tarleton. But I will say this. I saw a guy who's improved, and all offseason – I said I thought Chandler Morris would end up being the guy, and I still think when Chandler's healthy, he'll be the starter. But Max has an opportunity now, and you know one thing about him, he's tough-minded. He is, I think Jeff Wilson said it well, um, who writes for Frogs Today. He calls him the ultimate professional, right? Like he just does what he's supposed to do. He gets things done. He makes good decisions. It's just the accuracy um, that's been a problem and the inefficiency in the passing game. Now, he was super impressive. Again, it's Tarleton. We have to temper expectations. But I thought he made some great throws. I mean, he had some throws where he dropped it in the bucket over the shoulder, throwing it down the field. Um, it wasn't just guys were running 10 and 15 yards wide open. There was some of that too. But he just had some really impressive um, passes on Saturday. And you see, like you've always seen the arm talent with Max. He has a strong arm. Sometimes it's too strong. Sometimes he's throwing it into the stands or throwing it out of bounds. But the timing looked better. He looked much more confident. So I was super impressed. I'm not starting like a quarterback controversy, 
I just I feel better about the SMU game in a few weeks with Max Duggan taking snaps in the shotgun because of what he did um, on Saturday, getting the ball to different players. And again, it was another week. You know, one thing about this team that is that has been true so far is they've distributed the ball really well. Now, Quentin Johnson, two catches for 22 yards, want more of him. Not sure what happened. I didn't really see him a lot after the first quarter. So maybe they were just trying to keep him fresh, keep him safe from any sort of injury. But a player that was really impressive to me and stood out, um, Jordan Hudson, true freshman wide receiver, five catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. He looked fantastic. And I don't expect him to be getting those kind of uh, snap counts like during the rest of the season. But uh, really great evaluation by the staff, great get on the recruiting trail, keeping him in the fold. And, um, yeah, he stepped up and looked like an automatic kind of impact guy immediately. He had a huge catch against Colorado where he got hit and held on the football, and um, that was impressive. But then on Saturday he put together a full game, and you saw the talent there. Uh, Blake Noel had a couple catches. He had three for 60. Tay Barber, three for 66. Gunnar Henderson, who was a, a player that we talked a lot about in the offseason, um, he had a couple catches. He had a long catch and run from Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson played as well, and he looked really good. Um, he was 4-4 throwing the football, 58 yards. Had a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, you know, carried the ball a few times. So Sam is an electric player, and I think you once again saw from him that amazing ability. Um, he's so fast. He's got a gun. He had a couple darts too. You know, that throw, I think it was two gunner, or it looked like an RPO and he threw it over the linebacker's head and just placed it perfectly. Um, the arm talent's there. I still think Max and Chandler are the guys that are going to get the majority of the snaps, but you see why this coaching staff during fall camp was like, we have to find a way to get this guy on the field and get him on the field as soon as possible because he's just way too good to stand there on the sidelines. So 59 points on offense, and overall, I think it was really good. Now, here's here's my gripe about the game. Um, did not really run the ball effectively. And they it was clear that they were trying to work the passing game out. Uh, you know, they had 37 carries for 180 yards, almost five yards a carry. So the 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 stats don't look horrible. Kendra Miller averaged four yards a pop. He had 13 carries for 56 yards. Again, numbers look fine. You look at the back score, look at that box score, excuse me, and you think, okay, they did great. But I don't know. I was just discouraged by the offensive line how they weren't able to get more push against Tarleton. I thought that would be sort of what they did against Colorado, where they just physically imposed their will on a team that couldn't hang with them. But I didn't really get that uh, I didn't really get to that vibe. Now, they made up for it in the passing game, and they ran the ball when they needed to. Uh, but I was just really surprised that, um, you know, they they didn't do more in this game on Saturday running the football. And that's something I want to watch because after this bye week, they play SMU. And one thing that surprised me about the SMU game the last few years is that SMU just seemed like the more physical team. And that was one reason why I was encouraged when Sonny Dykes got the job because it's rare that you see a group of five team, like group of five teams win games. And we saw a crazy weekend in college football. Marshall beat Notre Dame. Um, App State goes on the road and beats A&M. But one thing that seemed consistent in those matchups is Usually, it's the the Power Five team is able to kind of impose their will physically on on those smaller schools. But SMU looked like more physical team the last few years, so I was just a little discouraged that 
Um, you know, TC wasn't able to to do more in the run game. But also on Friday, I spent a lot of time harping about how they needed to do more in the passing game. So I guess I should just, you know, take what I can get and and move on. TCU's 2-0, bye week coming up. When we come uh, back from this break, we'll talk about the defense as well and some more thoughts from that TCU-Tarleton game. I did want to mention one of our new sponsors, though, Um, Underdog Fantasy. Do you play fantasy football? I'm in a couple leagues myself. Uh, Won both my matchups this weekend, if you're curious. But Underdog Fantasy, they're they're sort of new to this game, and today's episode is actually brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up the college football season. You can play college games. You can play pro games. There's ways to make money. It's easy to play. You can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Underdog has investments from uh, some some big power brokers, Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, and more. They've always been focused on building superior products for a fun user experience. They also have a customer support team, which is top-notch. You can sign up with for Underdog Fantasy with the promo code Locked On And listen to this. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. So if you deposit $100, you get $100 free. So you automatically get some money to play with when you sign up. Again, that promo code is locked on. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store. Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. You can also play those, uh, you know, pro football, fantasy football matchups each week as well but try to make some money underdog fantasy one of our great new sponsors appreciate them hopping on the locked on network okay uh tcu football rolls along segment two here on locked on horn frogs so yeah i was just super impressed with what max duggan was able to do um on saturday i thought overall the offense played well they were efficient they did what they're supposed to do and those were all encouraging signs for me from the game. Now, I don't, I still think at this point, Chandler Moritz is the guy, but with him missing more time, I do feel like if Max goes in to that SMU game as a starter and is really impressive, he goes into the OU game as a starter and is really impressive, then you have to start to have some conversations about where this team stands because he has been the guy for a few years. And maybe he just runs with his job and doesn't let it go. I feel like the good thing is I do believe Sonny Dykes when he says this. I know this sounds like coach speak, but I think they believe they have three QBs that they can win games with. Now, each of them might have their limitations. Each of them have their pluses and minuses, but they think with their offensive scheme, they have three guys that they can win games with. And after I was disappointed against uh, Colorado with the offensive performance, you know, jury's still out. I want to see what they do against a better competition. But that felt like more what we were promised in this matchup against the Texans. Now, defensively, gave up 17 points. Um, here's what I'll say. I think the starters played well for some turnovers. Josh Newton had a pick. May have had a little contact there on that play. But, you know, he got there. He made some plays. Um, Jamoy Hodge and Johnny Hodges had a nice game. You know, coming up and making plays, making tackles. Um, we saw more of Dominic Williams on that defensive line. I was also impressed with George Ellis on Saturday. He kind of came in there and made some plays. You could tell that he was just physically kind of beating up the Tarleton offensive line. Um, overall, you know, Bo Allen for for the Texans was eleven to twenty five for two hundred and ten yards, one touchdown, two picks. The only the only thing that really disappointed me, or the two things that disappointed me from the defense on Saturday. One, when they went to that second unit, you could just tell there was a big drop-off. 
Um, and, you know, I mean, I guess to a certain extent that's expected. But this team on that side of the ball doesn't feel super deep right now. I actually like what the defense is doing as a group, as, you know, number one unit. Now, again, competition, right? Like, we got to see it against better teams. They're going to be tested in a lot more ways in the coming weeks. But you saw, again, what you saw against Colorado, which was a team that's playing fast, a team that was getting after it, that was physical, that was able to run sideline to sideline. Um, the pass rush was there a little more on Saturday, which is what you would expect, you know, against an FCS team. But you still zero sacks. You know, they're not getting home enough. Cause some pressure, cause some bad throws. But that has to be more consistent. And I don't know who that's going to come from. I mean, is it Dylan Horton? Um, is it a guy like George Ellis? Is it Williams in the middle? It's hard for guys in the middle like that to get pressure right up the gut. But you have to find somebody who can reliably affect the game. Because if you start having to bring blitzes frequently to manufacture that pressure, then it puts your secondary in some trouble. And speaking of the secondary, um, maybe my expectations are just a little too high. I just I like this group a lot. I felt like Tarleton's receivers won some one-on-one matchups way too much. Um, and some of it was good throws. I mean, Bo Allen had a great throw on, on their first touchdown of the game. It's basically that back shoulder of the pylon. He put it where only the receiver could get it. But there were some quick throws, you know, some slants, some deeper routes that I just, in my mind, I was like, okay, TCU, the defense should be able to shut this down. This secondary should be able to stand their ground one-on-one and make plays. And they didn't win enough of those battles in my mind. Now, Tarleton had a lot of plays because TCU kept scoring. Um, but, yeah, that was just sort of my big takeaway. I had some concerns about the secondary. Now, I think they can bounce back and play better. I just felt like they would be more dominant than they were in, in this matchup. And, you know, 17 points. One of those was a garbage time touchdown. I get it. Um, but that first drive late in the first half, and that was legitimate, like, making plays on the TCU defense down the field. So, Hopefully, they get some of that worked out. I really like what Joe Gillespie brings to this program overall. I think he has great energy. I think he's smart. And um, I feel like his team's playing well. I just thought they'd be a little more dominant than they were uh, against Tarleton on Saturday evening. All right, uh, before we go, I did want to talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs, if you own a small business, that's the best place to go. You can create a free job post in minutes. Reach your network beyond the world's largest professional network, 810 million people. Use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Listen, everybody knows it. It's hard to find good people. Your workforce is the lifeblood of your business. Use LinkedIn Jobs to cast a wide net. They have great questions, um, kind of screening questions to weed out some candidates that might not be the best fit for that position. LinkedIn Jobs. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com slash college. It's on the overlay there. Again, that's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. All right. We'll have plenty of coverage the rest of this week. I will try to get five episodes out this week. Might be hard with a newborn, but we'll do your, we'll do our best. That's why the timing might be wonky each and every day, but this is part of the locked on podcast network. We're locked on horn frogs, your team 